Hi, and welcome to question mark another episode of Brilliantly Uninformed. Uh, I'm not even sure, Stephen. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a second, I guess. But we're we're gonna we want to start doing a football show. So I'm your for today. I'm your host, Mike Lavery, and like always, I'm joined by Stephen Ryman. What's going on, Stephen? Oh, Mike, I'll tell you what's going on. These past few weeks, ever since about the third week of preseason, um, the Patriots fans, including yourself, have ruined Mac Jones for the rest of the league. <laughs> he is officially the new Tom Brady, where we all hate him just because of New England fans. That's I'm fair. So, I'm so tired of hearing about how amazing Mac Jones is going to be when he hasn't played a snap of regular season football. Well, here's the thing. In his defense... We're comparing it to what we saw from Cam Newton last year, so <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. No, but I know what you like. I mean, the the radio around here is like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and like an early prediction of what we're going to talk about later, he is going to be my pick for Rookie of the Year. Okay. But at the same time, I don't think I think he's going to be one of those people that have like a really good rookie year and then like kind of you know tamper off. Um, He's not going to be like one of those people that are like rookie of the year and then MVP candidate every year. But I just think situation wise for the year, he has the best chance to win that award. I don't think he's going to be an all pro. I don't think he might never be an all pro. Is that what they call That's what they call pro bowlers, all pro. Uh, yeah, yeah. Something I like can not remember if that was the after the season award or if that was the pro bowl award. Yeah, I don't think he's ever going to like win many awards. But I think this year he has a chance. Like the only award i think he has a chance of ever winning is rookie of the year this year <laughs> i don't know if i'll ever win anything else well that's fair um it's not i mean it's not the most important award or anything but it is uh yeah it's it's just the thing of where i'm listening to like i listen to bill simmons and he had like three podcasts in a row where it was like all right guy <laughs> let's let's calm it down i know patriots fans are excited because y'all had such a bad year I know, I know y'all have had a rough 20 years or so, so I understand the excitement. You are finally you finally got a good quarterback there in New England. Yeah. I mean, you say finally as if we didn't have one like two years ago. <laughs> it was a little, but... bit, of, little bit of sarcasm <laughs> dripped in there. Oh, oh okay. Um, no, I, I do think people are definitely overhyping him. And we haven't had a first-round QB since Drew Bledsoe around here. So, like, the... It's just like a lot of people just aren't used to te- tempered expectations of like youth coming in. Mm-hmm. No, I get, I get it because like in basketball, like the Rockets have, they just drafted Jalen Green. It wasn't first overall pick, but he was. It, he's got to be like the first first round pick we've had in forever that's actually had any kind of potential. So I'm very excited about that. So I get it, but at the same time, it's still New England, so everybody is. is yeah, is I mean. Upset. Every first round, no, I, I was going to say every first round pick is hyped up here, but I guess that's not true because Belichick does draft a lot of boring first round picks, but a lot of like skill position picks around here, they hype up really well and they never perform well here. Um, like Nikhil Harry? Yeah. So, so it's definitely a, a common thread and then make that a quarterback and it's like, you know, times a thousand yeah i get it i I get it i i'm i'm on the davis mills train so i understand (laughs) and like i i like him and i want to like him but like i'm i'm so much more pessimistic than the people around here it makes me feel like pessimistic about the season because like you know in my 
local fantasy leagues, for instance, like we have group chats and everyone just like talking them up so much. And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's exciting, but I'm like, yeah, but <laughs> what are we saying about him in, in four months? Like, you know, the first weeks of last season, everyone was so pumped about Cam and then he had COVID. And then when he came back, it was just never the same. But, like yeah. the first two weeks, he looked pretty good. The offense moved pretty well. Um, and then, you know, we got used to seeing what he was like. And yeah, you see him sling a couple of balls into the dirt five yards in front of the receiver and you, you get sick of him after a while. Yeah. And, you know, he he's not going to be, obviously, he's not going to be Tom Brady. But people think that, like, every people around here think, like, every QB is, like, you know, 90, 90% of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And, you know, reality is going to hit them hard. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward but, to it. So that, that leads us to our topic today. We're going to talk about football. Um, first game kicks off in an hour. And I, I wasn't sure when I did the intro, we didn't talk about ahead time, if we were going to, if this is a brilliantly uninformed episode or if we are going to, like, you know, go on that football feed I have or do a football show or whatever. Um, but I guess that's something we can figure out between uh, now and I'll probably post this tomorrow because I'm not going to be able to get this up for game time today. Yeah, no, that's all right. I'm um, not that hopefully, the game tonight anyway. Hopefully by the time we finish recording this, the Ravens won't lose any more running backs because I don't oh know if you saw Gus Edwards just tore his ACL too. Yeah, and um, Marcus Peters. Marcus Peters. Oh, man. Something's going on. Over I there. saw I saw someone say they're going to be the 49ers of this year. You know how the 49ers, basically their entire team, got decimated last year. So mm-hmm. yeah, it I mean, could be that year for them. I hate to say this, like it sounds. This is going to sound like callous, but like if you're going to have a position that just gets like destroyed by injuries, I think running back would be the position I would choose. Yeah. Um. To me, it's the most like replaceable, especially in that offense. Like the defenses are gonna focus on like Lamar like you know pass read options or you know stuff like that RPOs and stuff like that mm-hmm. um so it's going to open up lanes for for whoever the running back is so you know even I think they signed um Devontae Freeman so even Freeman and Le'Veon Bell and Taewon Williams like they'll they'll be good enough to get three yards and fall down yeah. you know yeah all they got to do is be a distraction for Lamar to be able to run around. Yeah, exactly. Um, so I was thinking first we can do our division predictions. Okay. Um, so we'll, we'll go division by division and um, talk about who we think is going to win the division. Okay. So I guess when I pull it up on Google, it starts with AFC East. So I'm not just being a homer when I say <laughs> yeah, we'll start with that one. That's what but, I get to. Um, so who do you think will win the AFC East? Um, I think it's clear in a way Buffalo's division to lose. Yeah. They've just got a solid team from top to bottom and then a possible MVP candidate at quarterback. So, yeah, I agree. Like, I don't know what their weakness is. Um, I wouldn't say they're like a dominating team, but mm-hmm. in this division, um, you know, they're clearly better than the Jets. They're most likely better than the Patriots. And I think the Dolphins, they could go either way this year. Um, mm-hmm. Everything depends on Tua, though, and like he he could be he could take a leap this year, or if he doesn't improve at all, like it that pick is going to be a disaster. Yeah, I see. We we talked about it a little bit earlier in the group. Steve made a post about it, um, saying that Tua is going to have a bounce back year. I couldn't agree more. I think he's going to have a great year. 
I don't think it's good enough to win the division over Buffalo, but I do think with a full off season, because last year, you know, he had the, the Bo Jackson injury where his hip mm-hmm. was like pulled off of the, it was, the muscle was pulled off the bone. Basically this is a yeah. terrible injury. And he had little time to recover from that. Plus get used to the system and learn everything. And, and last year was a like wild year. Yeah, exactly. So I, I don't fault last year. I don't hold it against him. I think he'll have a better year this year. The Dolphins have got a few more weapons. One of my my possible rookie of the year candidate, Jalen Waddle, is going to be on there. So yeah, you're talking about Jalen Waddle, and I am really excited for like you know that reunion. Like we don't see that too often. A number one number one first round quarterback in a first round wide receiver coming from the same program going to the same team yeah we've got oh well the next division we're going to talk about they have one also but i don't think the outlook is as good for them yeah so yeah i think we're both we're both pretty um set on buffalo for winning the afc east so uh next i assume you're referencing the afc west uh no i had afc north on my neck okay we could do it okay afc west so for me i think it's (laughs) i mean it's pretty obvious the, the the chiefs have to be the favorite here Yep. I don't think they're going to take it easy this year like they did last year because, you know, maybe they could have seen that Super Bowl result as, you know, they were they were kind of walking, sleepwalking through the year, and that could have come back to bite them in the ass come playoff time. So I think they're mm-hmm. going to keep their foot on the pedal this year and, and try and get that first seed. Yeah, I do too. I'm, I'm with you. Um, this one wasn't very tough. The, the Chargers, they can make a run, but... It, I, I think it's going to be impossible for anyone in this division to catch the Chiefs barring a traumatic injury. Yeah. Um, but the Chargers, you know, they have a good team. I don't think the Broncos are going to do much, and I don't think the Raiders will do much. No, I'm not too worried about the other two. The Chargers, as you know, they're my they're my honorary team for this year since my team is a dumpster fire. Mm-hmm. I'm following them, so I'm hoping that the Chargers can can make some noise. But yeah, it's it's got to be the Chiefs. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go to the AFC North. Uh, who do you have coming out of the AFC North? Uh, I got Cleveland for now, but I never put it past Pittsburgh to just have a great year. Like they, yeah. they're always, they've still got, you know, Big Ben is supposed to be having a good year. Hopefully, since I got saddled with them in our fantasy league this mm-hmm. year. Um, yeah, they just find a way to win. They still have that great defense. Their front seven on defense is still amazing. The offensive line is a little bit questionable, but eh, Big Ben finds ways to stay up, stay on his feet and make the pass. So I, I don't think the offensive line is much of a concern. I am interested to see how he does this year. Because um, I mean, at the end of last year, um, his arm looked washed. But, mm-hmm. you know, he had, a, he had a long time to rest up, recover. He was injured. For me, I put question marks behind the Ravens and question marks behind the Browns because... <laughs> I could see either of the one taking it, but I I couldn't come to like a decision. <laughs> like yeah. it, the Ravens, they keep losing the running backs, but like I said, that's my least important position. Well, and they're top not now they're top corner too, so I think that's yep. a concern. Oh, now these dogs are going crazy. <laughs> <sighs> um, yeah, go ahead. Lamar could could drag them as far as they can go. Um, you know no matter how many weapons they lose. I, the Browns, like you were saying, the Steelers, like you were saying, even the Bengals have a slight shot, sl- slight shot to win the division if, Burrow's, if Burrow comes back healthy. And you were talking about being re- reunited with a receiver from college. 
Yeah, who doesn't um, look great though? I know. But you were talking about talking about the Browns and the Bengals. Um, the Bengals, I just don't see it with them yet. They literally did nothing to improve their offensive line, which, which got Burrow's knee blown out last year. And they're just like, you know what? Now let's get a receiver who was, I mean, he was good in college, but he's, oh, that that was just a that was a head scratcher. I didn't understand that at all. I know, like I could the the thing with the Bengals is I could see a perfect path of like I could see something that leads to e- each of the other teams having like a major downfall all of a sudden except mm-hmm. that all three of their defensive lines are so good and the Bengals offensive line is just going to get destroyed. Yeah. So it it's going to take a lot I guess for that to happen. Yeah, and I think Cleveland the the thing that pushed it over for me is I I just can't see uh Beckham having another bad year. I think he's due for a breakout year again, like a, a real comeback year. What has he had? Two bad years in a row now? I was going to say, he was always kind of overrated, but still, the numbers he's been putting up the last couple of years have been pretty disappointing. Yeah. So I think so, him, Baker's only, Baker's a year older and better. they still got the two running backs. I think, yeah. I think they've got the best shot. All right. Now on to the powerhouse division of your, your <laughs> AFC South. <laughs> Ugh. I don't even want to talk about it. It's... I mean... On the bright side for the Texans, none of these teams look particularly good. <laughs> and that's, but that's not a bright side though, because all these teams look bad, and we somehow still look so much worse than them. Yeah, I guess, and like they're also bad. This should, this could have been the year for like for easy to walk over the division. I guess. Well, we own the division for so many years. I can't really complain too much about it. Um, it's just. If I knew we had a plan, it would be one thing, but it doesn't seem like there's a, a light at the end of the tunnel. They just, they're not making any moves. They're not getting any picks. They're not trading anybody away for, I mean, we traded away Bradley Roby for a third round pick today, which is good, but uh, I, yeah, it's going to be Tennessee's division to lose, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I, I picked the Titans too, and then I put a question mark for the Colts because I do like what they've done, but they're having so many issues. Um, their offensive line's all banged up. Wentz is hurt, and when he's not hurt, he's got COVID, and when he's not COVID, he's hurt again. And he so, sucks. Yeah, yeah, and he hasn't been good in forever. The his best season was the season that his backup took his job. So yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I th- I think you're right that it's the Titans, and I guess Tannehill and Henry are good enough to you know win that division on their own almost i mean the this division it may have a losing record as as the winner like yeah yeah all right let's go over to the nfc okay so uh start with the nfc east okay who you got this one was really tough for me yeah this is uh, I, i mean my bias comes into effect a little bit here just because i'm such a cowboys hater Mm -hmm. Uh, before the texans were even a team i the team we watched every week it was whoever was playing the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that I don't. It's kind of a toss up between. I could see the Giants being good because of their defense, and mm-hmm. like I said last week, I don't think Daniel Jones is as bad as everybody makes him out to be. I I understand he's not great, but with Bar- Barkley back, they've got a few more weapons on offense. Um, their defense, like I said, their defense is good. I don't know. It's 
no, no. I'm going to go with the uh, Washington football team or whatever their new name is going to be. Yeah, I, I like magic. I like the name fo- football team. I think they should keep it. But yeah, for, for the division, this was really tough. I did pick the Eagles. What? Um, I don't know. It, it was so tough. I was just like thinking of like, when it comes down to it, like who would I want to trust to like win a game quarterback wise? And it, it was like Dak. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to pick the Cowboys. And like I could see You went with Jalen Hurts. I could see like individually him like putting them on his shoulders for one important game. Like, you know, he could have the game of a lifetime, run for two hundred yards and pass for a hundred yards. And uh, you know, that they could win like the division winning game where I don't see Daniel Jones doing that. And I like I like Fitzpatrick fine. Um, but I don't know. He is what he is. Well, if he doesn't do it, they still got uh, Heineke back there. Heineke was pretty good last year. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I like Washington's defense a lot more. Than, I mean, the Eagles are a mess. I don't know how you came to that. but um, I know. I just like their skill. Yeah, just... oh, the dogs are going crazy. Uh, yeah. I just like their skill positions. Like, their running backs I like. Their wide receivers I like. Um, their tight ends, they have two good tight ends. But is, um, Miles, is Miles Sanders that much of an improvement over Antonio Gibson? I don't think he is at all actually i think he's worse he's probably worse um but he i don't know i don't know I, it, like i said this division was is really tough for me um is it, that is the hardest one for sure all the all these teams are going to end eight and eight if they're lucky yeah i mean if the, i think if the eagles get to well it'd be nine and eight now but or eight and nine you can't have an eight and eight record anymore yeah you're eight they're all gonna be eight eight and one Eight, eight, and one. Yeah, they'll all tie each other. <laughs> um, yeah, I. Yeah, okay. I would be. I would be very happy if the Eagles won it. But that would be. Yeah. Okay. What do you have what do you up get next? for the NFC West? The NFC West. Um, I think it's hard to pick against Seattle just because they've only got. I mean, I don't know. They they didn't get worse. I don't think. And followed them too close. They still got Russ. They still mm-hmm. got Pete Carroll. They still got Lockett and DK. And the defense is no, the defense is awful. But yeah, I, I mean, between it's between them and San Francisco, and I still don't trust San Francisco yet. I don't, I don't know what they're doing with their quarterbacks. I think that situation is going to be a mess this year, even though everybody's very happy about it. Mm-hmm. I think the Jimmy G and Trey Lance thing is going to be a big distraction throughout the year. But yeah. And I, I really don't trust the Rams at all. That's the one that I haven't understood everybody hyping them up. They think just cause they got Stafford. Now Stafford hasn't been good in a while. And just cause he's in a different situation. He's also older too. But like when we're looking at, when I was looking at the prop bets for the show, um, the person that is most likely to lead the league in interceptions is Jared Goff. So if you're going from Goff to Stafford, um, you're at least like could be like a functioning defense. And we've seen what ki- type of schemes they can scheme up on offense. And that was with Goff, but of course they had like prime Gurley. Um, I, it was really this division was another tough one. It, I do think that there's four really fun quarterbacks in this division. One of them might not be starting yet. Um, yeah. And I do think he'll take the job at some point this year. His experience does worry me a little bit because out of all the rookie QBs, he's like played the least. Mm-hmm. It like played the least over the last couple of years. You're probably right with the Seahawks. I picked the 49ers 
because I do think I do think once Lance gets a job, he could be dynamic. But any of these, well, I don't know if Stafford could be be dynamic, but any of the three other teams <laughs> could have like a dynamic quarterback. So yeah, it, it's you're probably right with the Seahawks, even though I picked the 49ers. I think you can change my mind. Well, I'm hoping like. I mentioned this earlier in the group as well that I'm pulling for the Cardinals. That's my my other team just because they have two of my favorite players of all time on their team currently. Um, and then they've got Kyler. Who, who's that? Oh, JJ Watt and DeAndre Hopkins. Oh yeah, there's two all timers for me. Okay. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want them to win. I don't trust Kingsbury. I don't think he's a good coach. He wasn't good when he was in college. That's why it was weird that he got hired there in the first place. Um, he should have been an mm-hmm. offensive coordinator, if anything, not a head coach. And I don't know if I trust their offensive line yet. Kyler was running for his life last year. So that's why yeah, I'm just sticking with the, the Seahawks. It's a tried and true. I feel like it's a safe bet. Yeah, I mean, ever since they lost David Johnson, they've been screwed. So <laughs> They can have him back. <laughs> they really want him. <laughs> Um, we have quite a collection. I didn't even mention that. We have, I, I didn't even realize it flew such under the radar for me. We have Philip Lindsay on on the Texans this year. Oh, yeah, yep. I didn't realize that. We got David Johnson. We got Mark Ingram. Mm-hmm. We'll run the hell out of the ball. Yeah. Probably not um, well, but we're going to run it. <laughs> Who do you have coming out of the, the NFC North? Uh, the North, this would make Steve happy, but I'm going to have to go with the Packers. I don't. I don't think anybody else is particularly close. I'm not worried about the Vikings too much. The Bears are the Bears, and the Lions are the Lions. So, I mean, the Lions are going to be competing with us for a worst team in the league. Yeah, I am with you on the Packers. It's, Fields will be exciting when he gets the job. I don't think he's the difference maker currently that's going to help them win any more games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, Like you said about the Lions, like you said about Kirk Cousins and the Vikings, It's Packers just seem like the easy obvious choice here yeah i mean the vikings they have their their starting quarterback refuses to get vaccinated it's like okay well at least you have a backup well the backup doesn't want to get it either so you may be down to your third string quarterback by the second week in the season yeah who do you have for the nfc south the final division see i i really like new orleans i know tampa bay is probably going to win it just because they are the best but i think as like a sneaky dark horse i think new orleans may be able to hang with them i don't trust atlanta at all i don't understand why they're getting hyped they their defense is still their defense and matt ryan is a thousand years old i know know, people are way way too high on pits yeah Um, uh, he's gonna be he'll he'll be good eventually but i don't think he's gonna make the impact like you said last week on the fantasy pod he's probably not gonna have a great rookie year as a tight end yeah I said the Bucks, um, just you know, to to beat the champ, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. Um, yes. Even though they didn't win the division last year, um, I just Jameis, he's going to put up a ton of points, mm-hmm. but he's also going to turn over the ball at crucial times. Maybe um, he's got new so eyes. That's what worries me about the Saints. Well, hasn't he had new eyes for like three or four years now? No, he just well. I don't remember when he got it. It may have been like two years ago, but he hasn't played. Like he's been sitting behind. Yeah, he's going to start ahead of Breeze, so we don't know what he yeah. did. he won the position. So, yeah, I mean, I I think he's going to put up a lot of a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. It's like their success to me literally is going to come down to his like touchdown to interception ratio. Um, yeah, and you know, it could it could be pretty good. It could be pretty bad. Uh, 
So that yeah. it is what it is with Jameis. Uh, if if nothing else, all the games are gonna be interesting because they're gonna <laughs> you know they're gonna be slinging it. Jameis is always interesting. I'm looking forward to watching yeah. their games this year. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and then who do you have for the Super Bowl matchup? Well, I think I think Tampa Bay is going back. That's that's who I have coming out of the NFC. I just there's not a lot of holes in their game. I don't see any reason why. I don't think time's going to catch up with Brady this year, if it ever does. The man is he's timeless. So I have them. It's it's going to come down between them and the Packers for me in, yep. in the yeah. NFC. But I think I think the Bucks win that pretty easily. The AFC is tough though. I could see Buffalo yeah. coming out. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, they, they, it's between Buffalo and Kansas City. They got the all around, all around depth. Uh, you know, like we talked about earlier. I had the Chiefs and the Packers, but I could see the Bills. I could see the Bucks. Um, when I looked at this, the one thing that really stuck out stuck out to me is like, is it just me, or is the AFC so much more loaded than the NFC this year? Well, I mean, besides the one shit division. Yeah. I, well. Yes, they they have that. They have a shit division, but like any other division could, like. <laughs> Their second place team could could do pretty well in any NFC division. I guess individually, but like I'm look like you look at the NFC West. That entire division is great. I don't think there's another. There's not a division in the AFC like that. Like it's pretty clear cut on most of them. I'd say besides you know the AFC South because they're all so bad. Like the NFC, the AFC East, it's pretty well. I I think we both have it pretty well locked away with Buffalo. The AFC North, like they're not. They're not close because they're all so good. They're all close because they're also mediocre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the AFC West is, you know, Kansas City. Yeah, fair Kansas enough. City. Fair enough. I think it's I think it's closer than it's ever been before between the yeah. two conferences. All right, and so let's go over to award predictions. Okay. Who do you have for MVP? I really like. Yeah, my, the easy pick is Josh Allen because the Bills are going to be good and he's going to be good. I mean, Mahomes is obviously there too. I don't think Brady has a shot at it because I don't think he's going to put up the numbers that he has in the past. Mm-hmm. The Russell Wilson narrative may come into play. Just, you know, the Russell Wilson's never won an, never gotten an MVP vote, may, may finally turn some heads. But mm-hmm. yeah, besides that, and then Rodgers... So I'm, but I'm going to stick with Josh Allen, though. Yeah, I to me it comes down to Mahomes. But if it comes down to odds, I think I'd put odds money on Allen. Like I think the I didn't even look what the odds are, but I think it's close enough that no matter what the odds are, like I'd put the money on Allen to win it. But if it was straight up, I'd probably go Mahomes because he's the easy choice. Yeah, but I think we're like we're on the same page. Yeah, and quarterbacks always win. I mean, that's that's what you have mm-hmm. to remember when you make these bets. Is it's not ever going to be unless it's some anomaly season where you know lt runs for 2000 yards and has 30 touchdowns almost Mm -hmm. the only one that i would say i i just wanted to just a weird one that if if there's some long odds on it and you've got you've got a little extra cash laying around we talked about the chargers earlier if they take that division and they have you know if they end up as the one or two seed somehow (laughs) they have some miracle season I see Justin Herbert getting some love on the MVP. It, I mean, 
throw a 10 spot on it. You can maybe win a hundred bucks if that happens. It's, mm-hmm. pretty, it's interesting. Yeah. So offensive rookie of the year, I already told you, uh, I'm thinking I'm going to pick Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did have, you know, thoughts about Trevor Lawrence, but I'm really worried about his situation um, just for this year. And then I think Pitts could have it just because um, like he, he's at a position that's, uh, I don't want to say weak, but like a position where like if he puts up decent numbers, it stands out in his position. Yeah. Um, but I think the the easiest case is Mac Jones. If he just, you know, if he leads them to nine and eight, 10 and seven in like has like 30 touchdowns of 15 interceptions, which is like average numbers. Mm-hmm. Um, like if he can do that because he has the great offensive line and he has a million weapons, I guess they're, they're like the Patriots type of weapons where it's like all these average players that like, you don't know which one to focus on defensively that aren't <laughs> yeah. going to blow you out. But he's like, he's surrounded by a million options and the defense is good enough that, the defense will keep them in a lot of games. And he's um, got Belichick still. Yeah, exactly. Like, if if he was like on almost any other of the rookie QB teams, I wouldn't give him a shot. Um, like, if you flipped him and Trevor Lawrence, Trevor Lawrence would run away with it. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. But, but so <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I think I think I I go with Mac. What about you? I think I think Lawrence wins it just because of his name. I think it's he'd have to have a just disaster of a season in order to not win it mm-hmm. because he's, he's already like everybody already sees him as the next big thing so yep. if he narrative. if he has even a halfway decent season i think he wins it um i hope i hope that zach wilson wins it as i've stated before i, I said it a lot last week he is he's my favorite uh rookie quarterback out of all of them i hope he does really well i think he's gonna put up numbers in that offense, but if I mean honestly, I don't even I don't have the list of who's won in the past, but I don't I don't know how much record plays into it. Is it is it usually a I don't a think so. Um, unless like somehow, I think the only time record would play, play into it if it's a quarterback and yeah. if uh, it's like an absolute complete turnaround. Um, you know if 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 it's a team that goes from like two wins to like ten wins. <laughs> Yeah, so like if the, shit, if the Jets win eight or nine yeah. games, they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna give him the keys to the city. He's gonna yeah, win exactly. The um, that's an interesting one to look at. Um, other than that, I mean, that for offensive rookies, I think that's it. I don't think Fields or Lance has any shot at it. Yeah, it especially like if they don't have the job right away, they're already like on an uphill battle that they're gonna need to do a lot to make up for that time. Right, and the other one that I mentioned earlier in the pod was uh, Jalen Waddle. I think that's a long shot one, kind of like the the Herbert one I just mentioned. Yeah, I think Jalen Waddle would be interesting if he goes out there and just puts up stupid numbers. He could be a long shot one. Yeah. Um, how about defensive rookie? Um, I really like as much as this hurts me to say, uh, Micah Parsons. Yep. Yeah, I think he's pretty he's pretty clear the favorite on defense. There's not a lot of like. It wasn't a big defensive draft that I'm aware of. I didn't see a lot of big names going. Yeah, the only like other like first round big names were like Patrick Sertain and J.C. Horn. But yeah, I, I think true. you're right that Micah Parsons. It's just like a position that it can make so much impact compared to the other ones. Yeah, corner's not going to win it. Yeah. All right, we're we're pretty set on that one then. Yeah. Um, 
So we're, we're moving to Defensive Player of the Year. Okay. We're so doing for me, first? Okay. Yeah, for me, I had... Well, we said MVP, which is basically an offensive... That's position. true. You're right. That's true. Um, <laughs> even for the offensive award, I just said CMVP. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> so for me, I have three def- defensive linemen. I have Chase Young, Miles Garrett, and Aaron Donald. And I think mm-hmm. I'm going to pick Miles Garrett because, you know... Just looking at him. Well, yeah. And then after we talked about how bad the Bengals offensive line is and that he's going to play them twice a year, like those games alone could get him like 10 sacks. That's true. That's so, true. Uh, yeah, he. I think he's the, the man to beat right now. But I, Chase Young could could be huge this year. That's Yeah, I like Chase Young too. Another one I like is uh, Nick Bosa. I think mm-hmm. a rebound year, he could have a big year. If that whole defense is back and they're back doing what they do, he could have a big one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if any linebackers – there's not really any – other than maybe Mac has a big year. Yeah, um, Leonard for the Colts. Like yeah, to get a lot of tackles, but I think I think defensive line is gonna take it. I think yeah, it's it, I mean, much like with the offensive rookie of the year, it's gonna be Donald's to lose. I think just because of yeah. the game. Yep. Um, how about comeback player? Um. Well, I hope it's because of my my AFC North pick. I hope it's uh, Beckham, but yeah, I don't really. Other than that. They can't give it to Burrow, can they? He played half a season last year. Yeah, I think to me the the three big names that stick out are Saquon, um, McCaffrey, oh, yeah. and Dak. Um, and it, it would kill you to pick a Cowboy for on two different awards. I won't but it, do it. <laughs> it does seem easier for a QB to win it, um, because yeah. What about well? What about Jameis? Yeah, that's true. Could be Jameis. The the only time in recent memory um, someone got it that wasn't injured mm-hmm. was um, uh, Tannehill the year he sucked. And then the next year he was good and he won it. Um, so it's possible for like, just to a huge like number improvement to win it. So that, so it's, it could definitely be Jameis. I yeah, bet you, you could get pretty good odds on that. If you, if you looked it up. Oh, I'm sure you could. Yeah. <laughs> but I could um, see, I could see Saquon. Um, if, especially that division so close. Um, he could be impactful in some big games that that could, you know, lock it up for him. If we see him like he was a couple of years ago, he was he's a game changer. Yeah. I just worry about him behind that line. The line is awful. I but, mean, I want to I want to pick Dak. I just don't want to do that to you. <laughs> you can pick him. I won't pick him. I refuse. They can't have yeah. two of them in one podcast. I know. It, um, it does. It's most likely, in my opinion, going to be a, a quarterback. So so we'll say we'll say Jameis. <laughs> we, yeah, we can say Jameis. That's fine. Um, what um, about what about um, Aaron Rodgers since he decided to come back? That's true. That's true. Yeah, that that's a long Tur- shot right there. Turbulent off season. He he dealt with all that in his life of <laughs> all that turmoil of yeah. going to the mountains. <laughs> um, how about so offensive? Are we just gonna say the same MVP names? I mean that. They pretty much line up usually, don't they? Yeah. I don't ever yep. look at the honestly the ones I look at are defensive player of the year and MVP. Other than that, I couldn't tell you one comeback player of the year. Yeah. Um okay, so I've one more. Uh coach of the year. Ooh, this could be interesting. Um so I don't... to me to me, I there's only two on my list. And okay. they're both in the AFC East, so but okay. it could be like I think Sean McDermott's the favorite of the Bills. Okay. Um if they make a 
I mean, if we predict they win the division, mm-hmm. if that comes true, um, I think they vote before the playoffs happen. So if, if they win the division um, pretty handily, I think McDermott has a good chance of winning. Mm-hmm. I see a path for Belichick, but his, oh. <laughs> the, the story, like the narrative both helps him and hurts him because some people will be like fatigued by him and some people will be like, oh, he did it without Brady. Um, so I think that kind of washes it out. But if they somehow win the division, I could see him winning it, but I don't like the chances of them winning the division. Mike, you know it's a media award, right? The yeah, media, but he, the media like he's won it before it. and he's always been a silly asshole. <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, he, he's been undeniable before. He'd have to have a, just an insane season there. Mac Jones would well, have to be the rookie of the year far and away. And well, that's like, the thing. I think like they, they'd have for this happen, they'd have to win the division. And I, I think that's less likely of happening than likely of happening. I think you'd so have to win the, why... the conference. You'd have to be a one seed. Well, yeah, yeah. That, um, well, I don't if know. He, Cause if he doesn't finish ahead of the chiefs, then he's not going to win coach of the year. He, yeah. at this point he has to, He's he's set a reputation for himself to where he has to be the best, or they're not going to give it yep. to him. All right, who you got? Um, see, I I was actually looking at the AFC East as well. I was looking at Brian Flores. Yeah, um, I'm I a big fan did. of his. Oh, he's awesome. He still hasn't made the playoffs, so like, I think it's like the same kind of thing I was saying about Belichick. Like, if Flores wins the division, I think it's a lock. Oh, for him. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think he's great. He, I think he was pretty close to it last year with the season they had mm-hmm. for a little bit, um, but then ultimately they just petered out there with Tua. Um, I don't even know his name, but I know that he's new. Whoever the Chargers' new coach is, I've been hearing a lot of buzz about him. Yeah, yeah, I was looking into him and I was thinking like how wild it would be for like a first time coach to get his first year. Um, Who? What is that his would be name? Like a really cool story. <laughs> It's, I'm gonna look like an ass because I don't know. I his don't name. remember. <laughs> Nobody knows his name. Nobody said his name. They just say the Chargers coach, <laughs> um, Brandon Staley. Yeah. Okay. It's All Brandon right. Staley. Where the hell, where did he come from? I, I'm gonna look into that. Not right now, but I'll look into that. You don't think he? Helped, uh, he, he... No, go ahead. So we're gonna say. No, go ahead. Oh, no, I, I, was... I already closed the tab. It's too oh, late. Well, it's fine. <laughs> I was I was just gonna make a joke. I was gonna say you don't think uh, Matt Nagy's gonna win it in Chicago? I do not. But uh, <laughs> crazier things have happened, I guess. But... Who? Um, I want to see Dan Campbell. That son of a bitch. He's such a bad coach. People people love him for a year, and then like they realize he sucks. <laughs> you think so? Oh, he's he was he's... so bad in Miami. Yeah, but he's so much fun. So I know. Much... Well, he's he's like a good. If there was such a thing as like a change of pace coach, mm-hmm. that's like that's what he is like a change of pace back. But in the coaching form, where like you have like you're replacing some hard nose like Bill Cower, and then you bring in like a players coach like him, and like the players will respond to it for a couple seasons really well, and then yeah. after a while, the like his scheming isn't good enough to to win, but like his pep rally is good enough to like make them overachieve yeah um but that only gets you so far he's like he's so full of sound bites he's like the Mm -hmm. anti belichick Mm -hmm. he's not a good coach but he's a lot of fun in interviews yeah so i want to see him do something there i hope detroit wins i feel bad for them yeah you ready for some prop bets i'm ready let's hit it 
All right. I already know what you're going to pick for this one. Okay. Um, Jameis Winston. Over under 23.5 passing touchdowns. 23 touchdowns? Oh, give me that yeah. over. Oh, my goodness. Um, Jalen Hurts. Over 655.5 rushing yards. What? 0. 0.5? What? <laughs> <laughs> over 655 rushing yards. Um, I'd say under, honestly. I don't think he gets to 500. See, I think I think it'll be over because I think he does have to rely on his legs a lot. Well, I don't think he's going to uh, play the whole season, so that's part of it. All right. Well, that's that is that would definitely be a detractor of that. Um, yeah. Josh Allen over under four hundred eighty rushing yards. Uh, I mean, he doesn't put up huge rushing numbers that I'm aware of. Yeah, like, yeah. For me, that was like right on the line, but I think yeah. I, I'll take under. I think I'll take the over on that one then. Why not? Yeah. Let's see. He could have a huge year. Speaking of 23 and a half passing touchdowns, how about Sam Darnold? Oh, under. Oh, you think under. So? Yeah, I think he I don't see him as a starting quarterback in the league. I think but he's like, terrible. The thing when I'm looking at these numbers is like when you think about 17 games, that's like two a game. There's, you know, there's be some games where he gets zero or one, but like I don't know. If if any quarterback doesn't have two touchdowns a game like they're it's gonna him. lose their job which he might lose his job <laughs> yeah. well maybe i don't even know who their backup is but i mean he's also competing with mccaffrey too mccaffrey's gonna take most of that offense so yeah, I but he think... also gets a lot of reset receiving touchdowns to mccaffrey that's true i mean that could um, save darnold's ass so aaron Rodgers over under four thousand five hundred fifty pass yards four thousand five hundred I think he yeah. gets over. I think most people, most decent quarterbacks get over 5,000 now. Yeah, I think last year he was like 4,600. Um, of course, it was like it was one of his best seasons, MVP season, but we're also adding a game to that. So yeah. I think as long as he stays healthy, I should be okay. Um, Lamar Jackson over under 7.5 rushing touchdowns. Oh, over. I thought you were going to ask Especially me about now. passing. Yeah, I thought you were going to ask me about his passing. I was going to say under. Whatever the passing okay. one is, under. <laughs> This is the last quarterback one that I mentioned earlier. Jared Goff, most interceptions thrown. It's so it's plus six fifty. Um, but just do you think he'll be most interceptions thrown? No, no. I think Fitzpatrick is still in the league. Jameis is still in the league. Um, there's still plenty of quarterbacks out there that are going to yeah, sling plenty of picks. The, the thing with Goff, though, I feel like his job is secure. So even if he sucks, he's keeping the job where Fitzpatrick could lose his job. Jameis could lose his job. Um, like Jam- that's the only thing. There, he's not going to lose it to Taysom Hill. Well, he could lose opportunities to Taysom Hill. Like he, Taysom Hill could be like a red zone weapon like they used him with a little bit with, with Breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I just feel like Goff's going to be on the field every play and to the, his detriment. <laughs> yeah. Well, I another one – this is kind of a long shot on that too, but Stafford, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot more because they don't really have a run game. I mean, they just traded for Sony Michelle. That's how desperate they are. Yeah. I think they're going to throw the ball a lot. And I, like I said, when we were talking about the division, I think he's washed. I don't think he's got much left in the tank. So it's going to be a lot of, a lot of picks. He's going to have yeah. a backup. Yeah. Um. All right. Moving on to running backs. DeAndre Swift over under 900 rushing yards. Well, he's already hurt, so yep. <laughs> I'm gonna go under. Me too. I I think he'll 
get lots of opportunities because he's a good receiver. But I think the 900 rushing yards, I'd go under too. Yeah, especially AJ with that Dillon. team. Yep, AJ Dillon over under 690 rush yards. Uh, over because I think, like, um, I think it was you or Jason mentioned how um, Lafleur likes to change out the running backs a lot, and I think Jones Jones is going to miss some time, I'm sure, throughout the year. It must have been Jason. His wife's a, a Packers fan, so okay. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So yeah, I think um, he'll get plenty of opportunities. Nick Chubb over under thirteen hundred rushing yards. Um, I'm gonna go under on that. Me too. There's a lot of um heat for for Hunt this year, and even if they split it like sixty forty, that's still a lot of yards to ask if, if you're getting like sixty percent of the carries. Yeah, and he's also um, he's dealt with injuries too. Derrick Henry over under 1,555 rushing yards. Under. Taking the under on that. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, he obviously he's a beast. He can't do it again. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, they have those stats where after like 300 carries, you, you start to break down. And he's yeah. done it like three seasons in a row or something where yeah. he just can't do this forever. Um, even if he just like misses a game or something, he's going to that he's gonna miss that number. Yeah, I think they're going to throw the ball a lot more too with um <laughs> with Julio there for eight games. They're gonna throw yep. the ball. Yeah, and, they gave and a lot for Julio. They sure did. God bless them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I hope they do. I, I wish they would have gave up more. Mm-hmm. But um okay, receiving ones. Allen Robinson over uh one thousand ninety receiving yards. Mm, I think he's under in that offense. Oh I I, I think he's got it. Um I mean I don't know. He's, he's the best receiving option. I yeah, know he's got Dalton thrown to him. For um, at least one week, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Um, but speaking of guys that worry us, Jamar Chase over under 1,025 receiving yards. I think he's under. Yeah, he, I'm so torn on him because obviously he's got the talent. Yeah. I don't know if he's got the yips or if he's always kind of had stone hands, but he hasn't had like the same coverage that he has gonna that he's had in the pros or what um mm-hmm. it's also preseason know. so yeah. I, I, it that's not the reason why i think that offense is just kind of he's gonna a have to compete with um t higgins who is a yep. stud and Tyler um, Boyd. Ty, yep and he's gonna be on the qb's gonna be on his back yeah so yeah, yeah. um Kadarius tony under 505 receiving yards 500 yeah i could see him getting over that yeah i don't know i i think i'm gonna pick the under um just they brought, they not a lot. Galladay. i know um there's just a lot of options like this Galladay and evans who are both like more there's saquon um it's just weapons and daniel jones <laughs> um i'm not as high <laughs> daniel jones as is you are uh um, for, i'm not i'm not high on no him. i know i know <laughs> but I'm, I'm I not saying you're high on him. I'm just saying I'm extremely low on him. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's fair. I, I just don't think he's a disaster. Um, Denzel Mims, under 550 receiving yards. Who's Denzel Mims? He's the, he's the Jets. Um, oh, he was shit. like their best receiver last year. <laughs> I, he gets a lot of targets, but not like he's not like a burner. He's like a... um, um What's that guy? I can't think of the guy on the Patriots that I really like. Edelman? No, the one that's on the oh, radio. Oh, Jacoby, Jacoby Myers. Myers. He's like their Jacoby Myers. Oh, okay. Well, fair. I think I'm going to go they... over. What was it again? 
500 is it 500 for him as well? yeah because i uh, yeah for, i think from him yeah yeah well it's certainly not going to be davis taking all the the yeah. targets on that team so it's either him or crowder and that yeah. crowder's very injury prone so yeah and i think he's got covid right now or he's he's on the covid protocol i don't know if that means he has it or if he was like violated the whatever but he's out at probably the first game at least God, you get it's um, so these guys who are already always hurt, and then you then they're out with COVID. Like, come on, somebody throw them a bone. Um, last receiving one, Brandon Ayuk over sixty-seven point five receptions. Sixty-seven. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm like I'm. I think I'm way over on this one. Are you? I'm going way under. The, the I don't last, think he's that good. I don't know. So. Last season, his first like ten weeks were not good at all, and in the last four weeks, he was a monster. Um, so one of the, t- I mean, he could regress to the mean, and then if that's the case, it's probably like seventy-five at best, or mm-hmm. he could be one of either he could be that beast we saw, or he could also be that dud we saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess there's a lot of factors into that Forty ers thing. Yeah, they'd probably be tough to bet on because who knows who the QB is going to be. Yeah, they're going to run the shit out of the ball too. Yeah, they've got a ton yeah. of running backs, and then when they bring in Lance, if they do, they're going to run the ball a lot with him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't like. I don't like and then that. I have one defensive one: uh, Chase yeah. Young, most sacks, plus twelve hundred, which is huge number. That, um, yeah, that's a crazy. Odds. Like, I think I think I would take that bet, but he'd probably be my favorite anyways. Maybe Garrett, but. I don't know. I'd still, I still look at um, Darnold for that. I mean, depending on what they do on uh, defense. But yeah, Garrett's another one that's interesting. Chase Young for twelve hundred, yeah, plus twelve hundred. Take that, you know, throw twenty bucks on it. Yeah. Um. So that's all the all the bets I have. Um, okay. That's all the awards I have. All the standings I have. Um. Yeah. What are you, uh, th- what are you looking forward to most in in this season? Um, I think all the rookies. Well, definitely all the rookie quarterbacks. Yeah. But like, I think all the rookie class in general, like all the skill positions. There's so many good wide receivers mm-hmm. that are interesting. Pitts is obviously interesting. There's some interesting running backs, and then like five rookie QBs were taken in the first round. It's and great. then there was there was like I I like the the pick the QB Houston took. Um, <laughs> well thank like, you i like i don't know if he's gonna play this year but like i think he's still a good he's still a good candidate um but i can't remember the last time that five qbs came out that all of them had like very strong aspects of their game like you know there was times where lots of qbs came out like the blake bortles year who was that other one jake locker like <laughs> yeah. Like there was there's QB drafts like that where there's guys that I'm that were obviously like I can't believe that guy went in the first round. Blaine Gabbert. <laughs> yeah. Um this these five, like I, I could see paths to all of them succeeding in the NFL yeah. um, to various levels. Um like like Mac, we were talking about like I don't think he's gonna be a superstar, but I could see him being, you know, uh a Chad Pennington type that's like a transition to this type of game, like, you know, maybe higher numbers because the game is faster now, but like a Chad Pennington type. I see I it being see, Eli. Yeah. Um, I can see like a Trey Lance being like, you know, like we see from um, like Murray already, you know, Fields, he could be uh, a Culpepper. 
um like like i don't know all these guys i i'm i'm excited to see them and i think more than ever teams are smarter about how these are rookie quarterbacks um you know there's some years where we'd see teams just throw in their their first round pick no matter what mm-hmm. uh, i think we're, now teams are more at the thing where like getting them to the right spot before they start them so we're not just going to see like lance get thrown out when he's played like you know four college games in the last two years or whatever yeah um so they might like do some packages with him and stuff like that so i i don't know i'm excited to see what the kids can do it's an an it's exciting time for for football i think with the young talent yeah i mean except for i i don't see any young talent in running back though that's the only one that bothers me yeah well you like like harris i don't no 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 Oh, I thought you picked him for when we were talking about offensive rookie of the year. I thought you mentioned him, but maybe I was thinking about what Jason said. No, no, yeah, Jason said he liked him. Dante steered me away from him. He said he's not going to be. Oh, that's right. Yep. Um, I like the one that I like the running back that Denver got. Um, Oh yeah, Williams. Yeah, he's battling with Melvin Gordon, who I think is kind of washed. So I see him by like week four having more carries than than Gordon per week. Um, But like, yeah, there's no like superstar that stands out no i mean sermon is the only one that's kind of like he looks interesting Mm -hmm. he could take over but they have just so many running backs and they kind of carousel them around that it's hard to for any one of them to stand out Mm -hmm. um yeah i'm i'm excited for the same thing i want to it's fun to see like uh i'm excited to see so many more newer teams like there's still Mm -hmm. a couple of ones that are still hanging around like the Packers have been winning forever because they still got Rodgers. Um, Seahawks keep winning because of Russ. But like the Bills, when I always, you know, when I was growing up, I was I was born the year they started losing Super Bowls. And mm-hmm. ever since then, it was it was crap. So it's fun to see a team like that. Like I like the Chiefs. They're a fun team. Um, we don't have to just pencil in the Patriots going mm-hmm. into the conference championship. Sorry about that. No, that's but, I don't care. I, I, I like it better when there's like drama and like shit to talk about. When teams just win, like it's not fun to talk about. Yeah. Um. So like me as someone who used to like write about sports, like I like the story better than than the team per se. Yeah. Losing, losing is usually a better story. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, we're gonna have a great story this year then. Yeah. Houston. Um. But yeah, I, I, the thing that I'm excited about the most is that I don't have to just strictly watch the Texans this year that I'm kind of branching out since they're going to be tough to watch and I'm going to be following a lot more teams. Mm-hmm. So I think that's, well, that's kind of one, one of the reasons we wanted to do the show. Cause I'm going to yeah. be following so many more teams. When, like when Brett was talking about like basketball and football, like that's, what's so great about football is the parody where like, mm-hmm. you know, who would have thought when we were talking about it, like two years ago that we'd be talking about the box, like winning a division mm-hmm. You know, yeah. like you said, you literally said the Browns today when we were, I, you know, like, I know. <laughs> like shit like that doesn't happen in basketball. Um, it takes like multiple number one picks or like a LeBron James to switch teams. Or besides that, we're just talking about the same teams every year. Yeah, exactly. never uh, a one's never going to be upset by an eight. We're like in the playoffs, like, you know, anyone, the Chargers could make the playoffs with the wild card. Like the Bucks last year, they they were the wild card team. They they won the mm-hmm. Super Bowl. Like the, the Chargers could be a wild card team and win the Super Bowl next year. Woo! Um, Let's hope so. Like I think I think that's like 
amongst many things. I think that's like the difference between like the excitement of a football season and the excitement of a basketball season. Yeah. Oh, I completely agree. And it's, there's just something about, cause it's one day a week, you know, two days a week technically mm-hmm. or, or three, I guess, but I don't count Thursday night football. It's just, you all go like, usually what we'll do is go Sunday. We'll go to the bar after we get up, you know, get, our game start at 12 here. So by the time we're up, we're going to the bar, going to eat lunch, watching the games. Um, there's a bar down the road for me that is a Buffalo Bills fan bar. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's called Buffalo Run. It's nice. awesome. We'll go in there and watch the games. Those Bills fans are crazy. So it's Do a they, lot of fun to watch it there. Oh, yeah. Around you, are there still people that like root for the Titans? No, 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 no. Because like they used to be the Houston Oilers or whatever. I don't know if like they still care now that the now that the Texans were there. No, hell no. Hell no. We hate the Titans. Okay. I wasn't sure if like they stole our team type thing could also be no. a mentality. Okay. No, we we'll wear, we wear Oilers stuff. Um, yeah. Some people Which, wear, you know. like a, They had such a sweet uniform. God, the bet the baby blue. Oh, yeah. yeah. The, the Oilers stuff is awesome. You don't see it that often, but every once in a while, somebody will pop up in Oilers stuff and you're like, Hey, look at that. But yeah. no, definitely no, no Titans at all. Yeah. Well, it was good to talk to you, man. And we're going to have a lot of good times commiserating on our, on our losses this year. Yes. Um, and then, yeah, we'll, we'll talk off air um, about what we're going to do show wise. We, we have people that are still listening. We, we might have some other co-hosts lined up. We're hoping um, some big names, but when, uh, when we get confirmed, you'll all be the first to know. All right, man, it's good talking to you. Yes, sir. See you soon. All right, bye.